microphone check. Check, check, check. This is the Super Coin Brothers Podcast. Hosted by the Super Coin Brothers at Sahara Coins in Las Vegas. What's up, guys? This is episode 12 of Super Coin Bros, and this is Raymond Bullish Bryant, and I'm here today with Adrian. What's going on, everybody? None better Chacon. And uh, now we wanted to talk about uh, something that is really important, actually, uh, a way to not become the victim of coin collecting. Yes. Now, not to say that you're going to get hurt because you're collecting coins. Obviously, this isn't the NFL. We'll, we'll be pointing out the positives and the negatives today of, of, you know, coin collecting. Now, we say positives and negatives, and uh, positives, I mean, we're just going to give you guys some uh, a rundown of, you know, some of the reasons that some of our bigger collectors do collect. Uh, the negatives, really, it's not, we're not giving you negatives about the entire industry, but what we're going to give you the negatives about are some of the, um, what word am I looking for here? Not Maybe not necessarily scams, but... Some of the, uh, you know, businesses and things out there that, that people really get taken advantage of. Yeah, uh, one of the positives um, in coin collecting is uh, the hunt, the challenge. It's one of the fun things you can do with yourself, kids, um, or, you know, um, a way just to relax, right? Right. I mean, the challenge is a big one. I mean, I know, like, we talked before with you about how you like toned coins and stuff. And nice toned coins aren't necessarily easy to find. So finding the coins is one um, part of the challenge. The other is people like, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but you and I know who are a couple of our really big customers are here um, that have uh, PCGS registry sets. Now, I don't know. I mean, I don't do a lot with, with registry sets, but I know there's a couple guys here in the store that love registry sets and, and trying to become the number one registry set for a certain type of coin. To put now. together the nicest right. set. Now, you know a little bit a little bit about registry sets. I mean, if, explain to these people what a registry set is. Well, well you can actually, um, you know, through PCGS, uh, which is great. You know, you can take all your PCGS coins and um, log them in and register them with PCGS, and you can actually make up your own um, your own name of your own collection. It's like a pedigree on your dog. Basically. Yeah, correct, correct. Which is very cool. You can actually go online and see who uh, how you rank and who's ahead of you and what they have in their collection and and um, things like that. You can actually bid on other people's coins and and. Uh, Put pictures of your own coins up. It's a lot of fun. A lot and of then, people enjoy doing that. You know, and, and really think about that. When you when you make the pedigree, um, you can get your coins holdered with the name of your pedigree on them. Correct. And then who knows? I mean, you may end up being, you know, a top collector at some point, and people are going to pay premiums to buy a coin with your name on it. So uh, the challenge is a huge, huge thing when it comes to coins. Um, the relaxation part of it, I know you mentioned that it's pretty relaxing. I mean, that's just a matter of you can go lock yourself away in a room, get away from all the crap, you know, put your iPhone away, put your... Put your phone away for a little while, hop off Facebook, and actually take a look at some coins. Another positive thing would be would be, uh, you know, something you have to to leave behind to like your loved ones, you know, your kids, something that they can cherish, you know, down the road. And um, one thing is to making money on them. I mean, that that's definitely a positive. If uh, if if once again you're going into the negatives, things you want to stay away from. That's the truth. I mean, making money is obviously a plus. Um, there's. Uh, there's ways to make money and there's ways not to make money. So as far as the negatives, I mean, a few of the, the major things we really want to talk about uh, will cause you to do the opposite of making money. You'll basically just be uh, throwing your money away. Um, you know, I know we had a customer come in a few weeks ago with a, a magazine. I don't remember the name of the magazine, uh, but he did come in and he was he was all excited and, and wanted to know, uh, you know, hey, is this a great deal? I got this magazine in the mail. Check it out. Well, the magazine... 
And what he was showing me, they were offering uh, a two and a half dollar gold piece in Indian, in XF, for eleven hundred and fifty dollars. It was a common date in XF. Wow. That coin's what's that coin worth? Like a couple hundred bucks? Yeah, no, totally. I think it's like three fifty, three sixty. That's in price guide. If it's if it's you know graded by PCGS now. The sad thing about that magazine is I'm looking at this magazine with the guy. He's really not into coins, but he likes the Indian. You know, the the ad talked nonstop in the, in the article about, you know, the historical value behind these Indian coins because they're hundreds of years old. What do you say to somebody that's looking in a magazine and they see these these ads and, you know, it, it looks great. These coins look amazing. But, uh, I mean, what would your advice be to these people, I mean, as far as these are concerned? I mean, just don't. Don't ever buy on the TV. And, and I mean, it's easy as that to say, but... But, I mean, that's why we're here, trying to get everybody knowledgeable enough to, to not just buy the first thing you see and buy from somebody who's reputable, somebody who's going to you know, help you grow your um, portfolio, your investments, whatever, your collection, however you want to put it. Now, as far as, like, that magazine, one of the things I noticed with it, um, it was they were advertising, like I said, an XF, so an extra fine coin. Um, and the pictures were of mint state coins. So the pictures were of $1,000-plus coins. But they're not selling you those coins. So Correct. there's lots of kind of bait and switch things on 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 written articles and and things in magazines. Now, if I asked you today, I said, Adrian, hey man, I you know here's here's ten thousand dollars, and uh, I want you to uh, right now, I want you to invest this in what you think you should invest it in. Are you going to open a magazine and go, oh, check this out. On the centerfold of this magazine, which, by the way, probably cost $10,000 to run, um, they say that I should buy you know, a stock hoard of marshmallows with $10,000. So I'm totally going to do it. Does that seem like something you'd want to do? No, no. I mean... It, well, you like marshmallows. Of course, of course. No, with, with $10,000, I mean, if I had it at the moment, I mean, I, I, I love doing this. So I would want to put together a set or something. You know, I, I wouldn't want to put all my um, eggs in one basket and just buy one $10,000 coin. I mean, there might be people that do. I mean, as long as, as, long as you're, you're paying the right price for something, I mean, that's, a, that's the best way to start. You're not going to right. pay. You're completely right. <clears throat> but, I mean, as far as, as, like, the marshmallow thing is, what I'm saying is that these magazines – it's put in your face for a reason. It's put there because it's a sales tactic, which I get advertising. I completely understand advertising. But a magazine, you I mean, they can tell you, like I said, to buy $10,000 in marshmallows and it'll cushion your lifetime or whatever their sale may be. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people are being taken advantage of in that way. And like you said, you want to spend your money in multiple areas. You want to make sure that you're diversifying and, and getting your money in the right place. So... Aside from the magazine, the next thing that I wanted to mention, um, auto mailers. A lot of this happens from late night infomercials. Correct. Um, uh, you know, other than the the Pilates ring that I have at home from my wife buying at like three in the morning, which nobody ever used that. It looks like it's anyway. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, auto mailers. People get them. Uh, the big one I see late recently is the uh, it's the gold buffalo replica. Okay. How many of those have we seen walk into this store? Well, the, the worst is there's some where, you know, you you buy one particular piece, but. You're locked in. You know, every two weeks or every month, they send you another piece of mail, which you've paid for, and, and it adds to your set. I mean, it it's kind of like a uh, the hunt is taken away. I mean, they're they're basically overcharging you and sending you the coins one by one. It's not even like a hunt. It's no. like going out duck hunting and shooting the decoy. I mean, you're, exactly. you're buying pot metal. Exactly. And it'll go on until you stop it. I mean, you'll get stuff, you know, tokens to, you know, 
The stuff you want, the stuff you don't want. Now, the thing that I know you and I have kind of laughed it off when we've seen them. I mean, we have TVs on in our store all the time, and we've seen those commercials come on, and we see them in the store. And the thing that's kind of – it's funny to us because we're around it, and not necessarily to everybody listening, but uh, usually what they tell you, it's, it's it goes something like this. They come on, they show you a picture of this gold buffalo, then there's some guy with a real intriguing voice, and he's like, please buy the buffalo now. It's 24 carat electro-gold-plated. And you'll get it for nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. That's a great deal commemorating they'll, history. They'll say that electroplated one time in right. a three minute commercial. Right, and, and it, there's and like three people it, talking if over. If you it. missed it, yeah, it's you'll be thinking it's gold the whole time, and you'll yeah. you'll end up uh, losing out on just buying a piece of clad. You know, right? And that like we've we've learned in the past. I mean, one ounce of gold can be stretched like the length of a football field. So you're buying a coin the size of a silver dollar that's plated with, according to them, 24 karat gold electroplated. <laughs> and there's nothing there. By the time they melt that down, it burns off. So, um, you know, the, the auto mailer stuff, it's really tough. Uh, most of the time, or, you don't. Or even the well. TV shows. I mean, they have oh, prolonged dude. hours, you know, of, of auctions and buy nows of special sets or things they went out of their way to put together of once in a lifetime to buy. Whatever word you want to use, they're, they're just trying to get you in to get your money. Now, there's lots and lots of stories about those, but let me give you uh, a quick background of how they actually obtain a lot of their coins. Um, some of the quote unquote television shows that specialize in uh, selling coins, uh, the way it works is they call, basically they call dealers. They call people like us, and it's a call center, and they call and they say, hey, in more more words than I'm going to use now, they say, hey, do you have junk that you want to get out of your store? Um, we here at Sahara Coins, we actually will not work with them. We will not sell them anything. Um, but what they do is they call, they say, do you have junk that you don't want to see in your store anymore? And dealers around the U.S. say, yes, I do. And then they wholesale it to them at a just dirt cheap rate because they don't want to see it anymore. They don't want it coming Correct. back to their store. They don't want it around. So these companies buy this stuff at you know pennies on the dollar. Then they turn around and they mark it up through the roof to sell it to the consumer that's watching on TV. Now... The other day, I think it was last week, I believe, you and I kind of brought up this specific TV show. Uh, I won't name the show, but I think there's only two out I there. I think they're so. all just called Coins. Coins Who something, knows? yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we, I was talking about one that they were showcasing their, you know, very limited edition 20-coin Morgan Dollar NGC-graded Mint State 63 um, coin set. So you buy this coin set, 20 of them. They're all in NGC holders, which they use that as a selling point that, oh, they're in matching NGC holders. Mm -hmm. You can believe that one. 20 different dates. 20 different dates. MS-63. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing they said that is kind of true and kind of not is they mentioned that Mint State 63 is the most widely collected grade of Morgan dollars. Okay. Let's really pick that apart for a second. Mint State 63, there may be more of those purchased than any other. Why is that? There's more of them. Exactly. They're common. There's tens of thousands minted, I mean, um, sorry, certified in that grade, NGC or PCGS. I mean, they're a dime a dozen. Right. That's like me telling you that, you know, hey, just so you know, Nikes are one of the most widely purchased shoes in the U.S. Why? Because there's a freaking Nike factory outlet in every city in the country. So 
it's just a matter of the supply. There's a ton of them. Now, the selling point he made with saying that 63 is the most widely purchased was that that means it's going to be the most widely sought after later on down the road. Now, that is where I began to have issues. 63, if you're a 63 collector, that's great. That's what you like. Always collect what you like. But collecting 63s because somebody said that it's the most widely collected, to me, is not exactly true. Um, Now, let me ask you this, Adrian. You do a lot of buying. If I walked in today, just as a customer, and I brought you 20 Morgan dollars in NGC holders, mid-state 63, common dates, I mean, completely common dates, which is what all of these were, what would you pay per coin? What neighborhood? It, it would probably be in the in the the middle of the fifties, high fifties. Um, just depends. I mean, on the dates, there's some that are a little bit better, but they're they're not for what they're selling for on on TV. Right. I so mean, they're, we they're, would pay fifty dollars for them from the customer. Mm-hmm. I know right now retail on a common date mid state sixty three here in our store is about sixty five bucks. They were selling these for ninety dollars a coin. Now. PCGS price guide, which we all know is a little high compared to what coins actually sell for, has them at excuse me, has them at $70 a coin. So they're $20 over price guide per coin times 20. $1800 for 20 of these coins. There's no reason that it should be costing you that much money for those coins. So No way. You know, it, that's crazy to me. And so I watched this happen I got a little frustrated. I almost changed the channel, and then they said, well, just, hold, just hold on. We'll be right back after this commercial with our next amazing deal. Well, in my eyes, I'm like, oh, I want to see what this sweet, amazing deal is. So I stuck around, and what I came back to is even worse. I have a hard time with this because I see our customers that come in here. How many times have you dealt with a customer that said, hey, I bought this on TV? And you have to break their news. Yeah, know? no, it's it's very tough to very disheartening to tell a customer what they've lost their investment. You know, the money they could have made by overpaying on something that was, you know, what we're trying to teach right now. Right. So this really reminded me of one specific customer that we've we've had for quite a while. Um, it comes back on. They line up four rolls of pennies. A roll of pennies is fifty cents. There was a nineteen twenties roll. A 1930s roll, a steel cent roll, and a 1950s roll. Okay, what they did is they said, according to the Red Book, this is $800 worth of pennies right here. All right, again, let's break this down. For four dollars in pennies to be worth $800, do the math. Do the math there. How much are you really paying per penny? Now get in the Red Book and tell me. That every coin in that roll they're selling you is going to be mint state 63 or higher. It's not going to happen, dude. No way. There's no way. And then to, to you know, let's just like a Ronco food dehydrator, let's grease the deal. Well, a lot of times they, they sell more than one. You mean they'll, they'll have, you know, 10 of these lots or 20 oh, yeah, they of these had, lots. I think they had like 39 of them they were off. And then, oh, well, hold on. It gets better. This one gets way better. Then they say, you know what? We're going to do you a favor. We're going to give you a $5 mixed bag of wheat cents. Well, they dumped the mixed bag out, and it looked like they were putting down green poker chips. They were covered in PVC. They were destroyed. 
What do you? What would you pay if I walked in here, Adrian, with a bag of green wheat scents? What would you pay for? I, I would. I would just hand it back to you. And just <laughs> your, I would. It'd be bad news for you. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so now I'm looking at four rolls of pennies that I know are really that that four dollars or whatever two dollars that was sitting there. It's probably only maybe maybe at best because of the early roll. At best there'd be sixty bucks there. Maybe. Maybe. Then they say, you know what? If you like these pennies. You, we know you're a copper person. We're going to add to this deal. Keep in mind, the price hasn't shown up yet. But but they've let you know there's $800 worth of coins there. Then, don't you know those buffalo rounds we were talking about, mm. the plated gold ones? They had solid copper ones. Imagine that. One ounce. <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know, one pound of copper right now is trading for about $2.19. Okay, one pound. So you want to know what they added to the deal? One pound of copper in the form of buffalo rounds, commemorating the history of the United States. So they add these rounds in front of all this this other junk that they're selling, and then they start, you know, fluffing you for the price. Now, Adrian, let me ask you, what would you be willing to pay for these rolls of pennies, this bag of dirty cents, and one pound of copper commemorating the U.S. history. Uh, it, it's hard to say without seeing the, the condition of them and things like that, but, I mean... The condition of them. Yeah, you know, they, if they have so many lots and so many different... Uh, let, me, let me stop you for a second. Of the same I'm not thing. asking what you would pay for them in the store. I'm asking you, Adrian, on your couch at home, eating Doritos in the middle of your couch, watching this show, what would you be willing to pay for them? Oh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy those things. <laughs> I wouldn't buy them. I wouldn't even... I, I, I would be mad at myself for spending time watching the, the, the damn show. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, let me, uh, let me give you the price. You, Adrian, can own $2 in pennies, $5 in junk, and one pound of copper commemorating the United States history for two easy payments of one seventy nine ninety nine. That is ridiculous. But remember, there's $800 worth of, worth of coins well, in these rolls. Well, I'm sure if you pay it all off right away, you, you get a break, right? Absolutely. I think it's like $32 <laughs> off or something. And yeah, this is my point here. Garbage is being sold on TV to uh, kids, to you know, people that maybe are just stepping into coin collecting, and worse, it's it's bad to do this to anybody. But in my opinion, they're taking advantage of the older clientele, people who look at it and they recognize the wheat scent as something that they used to carry, something they actually used to spend. But they're telling them these ones are the collectible, more pricey ones, and people are being taken advantage they're, they're of. They're just salesmen. They're just salesmen. That's absolutely. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean. It's insane to me. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, um, and it's something that I, I think definitely needs to be talked about. Now, I'm not just going to sit here with you, and, and we're not just going to bash, you know, hey, don't buy from magazines, don't buy from TV, don't buy from auto mailers. If you do your research and there's a deal, buy it. But doing your research is what they don't want you to do. That is why... Usually what they'll do is they'll lather you up nice and thick with all these different things and, and history of what they're selling you and price guide prices and coin fact prices. And they throw it all at you on the TV so that you think they've already done the research. Why do I need to research it? They're, they're telling me what the price guide says. Wrong. Let me ask you, Adrian. If I said today, I walked into this store, I had my United States Red Book. Great book. Don't get me wrong. Great book. It shows you every coin the U.S. made so far. Uh, you can pull the, the mintages. You can get a lot of information out of them. But using it as a reference guide to purchase, 
where would you stand on that? It's more of a guide. I mean, I wouldn't use it to to use it as an example of what I should pay on on coins if I'm going to go purchase some for my collection. It's very hard to grade coins and to get, um, you know, uh, to uh, to spot a, a genuine coin um, without it being certified. If you're a new collector, right. So a lot of times it's it's good. Um, it's a good thing to buy certified coins if you're a new collector. But at the same time, I mean, there's different ways of of pricing certified coins uh, without using a red book. Right. Absolutely. Now, some of the outlets that I know, you know, if people are are a little past entry level when it comes to coin collecting and they're you know just getting you know just getting really into it they've gotten past the hey i'm, I'm just interested in now they're really wanting to start collecting um you know we made a quick list of of different resources that you would have to do this research on your own i mean really in this day and age you're everybody's cell phone you know they can pull up the internet you're you know you got a computer an ipad you got some sort of technology near you that you could use um even watching that show uh, there's a few websites and everything. I mean, I know here in the store, even here, we use we use some websites that everybody has access to. Um, one of the things you can always do is is go to eBay. Um, I know some people just dread eBay. They think it's the worst thing in the world. Well, I hate to tell you, but there's millions of people there buying things every day. So it's a pretty good you know picture of what the market's doing. You go to eBay. In this case, you could have typed in you know Morgan Dollar NGC MS63 you know with a date and hit enter and guess what you would have popped up you would have saw 56 to 65 dollars all day long mm -hmm. and you right then and there could have put your flags up and said i'm not going to do it exactly um, what's some of the other ones that i know that that you use well well ebay is great because um and another one too that's great is heritage heritage auctions they're out of texas um ha.com they what's good about them and ebay is they have pictures that'll actually um you can pull up and you can see um, and match the coins up. I mean, there's some coins that have color, um, nice toning. There's some bright white coins. I mean, you can actually pretty much find your coin spot on it to get a nice uh, market value price of, of an auction coin. And not um, only that, but like on Heritage, you can view thousands of past auctions. Yes, so you can see if they've gone up or down. Correct. So that's a big deal. Um, one of the ones that we use, every guy in the store uses, and I know a lot of dealers use because technically it's a dealer you know thing but anybody can get them um the, you'll hear a lot of dealers use the term the dealer gray sheet um now we're being very transparent here i mean we're being completely honest about the way things work now the dealer gray sheet will give you the wholesale price of everything i mean the coin sets coin anything like that if you go to graysheet.com it's g-r-e-y-s-h-e-e-t.com you can subscribe to the dealer gray sheet you can subscribe for the year or you can buy one single, you know, for the month, it's like two bucks. Now, the dealer gray sheet is what we use in this store to buy and sell a lot of what we do. Now, keep in mind, when you are looking at the gray sheet, you're gonna be viewing wholesale pricing. So it is acceptable for them to put maybe a 20 to at highest, maybe 30% markup over what the prices are in there. Um, that would be reasonable in my eyes. Now, again, they're throwing a 50 percent 60 70 even 100 percent or more in some cases but gray sheet is a great one um if you're you know if you're a little more advanced and you know what you're looking for there definitely check out graysheet.com get some information uh keep yourself educated no that's the, you're definitely right you know there's there's other um outlets you may have heard of like a blue book i mean the difference between a red book and a blue book they make these the every year it would be it's the also color. the color, yeah, correct. Um, Red Book is more of retail prices, and Blue Book would be leaning more towards, um, you know, wholesale prices. 
And when you look at the books, this is totally off the... Just, just has to come out. The blue book looks like a wholesale made book. Yeah. And the red book looks like it was oh, made for retail. The, the red book's, the red book's nice. in color. Yeah. And it's beautiful. The blue book's not the, so beautiful. The blue book looks like a newspaper. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the penny saver, if anybody remembers <laughs> those. So... <laughs> no, you're right, man. I mean, the, the blue book is it's a wholesale uh, wholesale guide rather than retail. Again, those are printed. Blue book and red book are both printed about a year prior to when they're released, so the prices could be a little out, out of whack still. But uh, you know, just keep that in mind. So uh, this is just one of those topics where I know it kind of gets under all of our skin when we see you know customers being taken advantage of, you know, things being sold to them that are just not not okay. I mean, it, it's it's not good. Just protect yourself. That's really what we're trying to get at is, is you know, do your homework. Take 10 minutes. I mean, 10 minutes you can research two, three coins, you know, and, and figure out, you know, what you should be paying, what you shouldn't be paying. Uh, call and ask questions. You know, don't just don't just do it and not, and not think about it. Um, There's a lot of friendly dealers out there that are, that are willing to help you, like us. I mean, you can always call them and pick their brains, you know, ask them opinions on, on things you might see online that... You can come into a retail store and buy, you know, and actually put hands on and, and um, you know, and, and you look at them before you buy them. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and that's that's true what you said. Um, you know, there's there's not a lot of coin dealers left. I mean, there are, there's a lot of coin dealers, but compared to what it used to be, there's not. And, uh, you know, it can be a tough industry to navigate around. I mean, it, we kind of have a, you know, the stigma of coin dealers are bad type deal. But, um, you know, you get a good dealer. And, again, we're not necessarily just pushing ourselves because I know some of you don't live anywhere near us. Um you get a dealer that you know you can trust that they're they're looking out for your best interest and and ideally you know the reason for that i'll be completely honest i don't want to sell somebody in this store a coin that i don't want to see again i want to see all of these coins come back when it when it goes up 20 30 40% i want you to come sell it back to me so that guess what i can resell it but i can now get you into an even better coin i mean that's what we want. We're not trying to sell you a bunch of junk. We're not trying to sell you, you know, the, the, the scraps that are left over from the good stuff. So uh, keep that in mind and just find a dealer that, that you know, that you know is working for you, not against you. And, uh, you know, help. Let, let's get you some help to build your collection to the best collection it can be. No, definitely. You're totally right. Yeah. So I think uh, I think we've pretty much exhausted all things uh, you know all things not to do and how to not become a victim of coin collecting. Uh, one way to not become a victim that I kind of left out is if you go to sleep before 10 p.m. You won't have to deal with this nonsense um, and leave your husband alone uh, or your wife alone, whoever has the credit card next to the bed. Uh, do not wake them up in the middle of the night and say, "Can I have your credit card?" Uh, because the thing that's going to show up in the mail, remember, it's going to be gold-plated. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, have a great great afternoon and uh again this is adrian nun cone and raymond bullish bryant and if you have any questions or anything for us go ahead and send it over to supercoinbrothers at saharacoins.net and we will answer any questions that you have Do you have anything else for them or that's all until next time that will be it talk to you guys soon